What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Full 90 Podcast. Today is episode one of the Injury Chronicles featuring Will Begrew. Hopefully you have listened to Will's journey episode in order to get a little more context on his injury and career. Um, But yeah, this episode is about his injury, how he dealt with it initially, uh, how he is still dealing with it to this day. Uh, We talk about the mental side, the physical side, and uh, we actually dip a little bit into just being a professional footballer in Europe and some of the difficulties he faced uh, as an African-American in small town Europe. And uh, yeah, it's a very good episode. Um, Hopefully you guys can relate to this and hopefully this doesn't scare you, but kind of lets people know that are going through long-term injuries that people have been there before, that there are people experiencing what you are as well. You're not alone. Uh, Yeah, so hopefully you enjoy this episode. Uh, And if you're enjoying the show, please be sure to leave us a rating and review and uh, pass this along to a friend, a colleague, or a teammate. Uh, Without any further ado, let's get into it with Will. so welcome back to part two with will uh yeah will if you just want to kind of give us the the summary of your injury um kind of where you were playing at the time how it happened and then we'll just kind of get into it we'll see you know how you handled this injury okay yeah so i was over in austria uh playing with my club atsv and um we were playing in a match i was on a breakaway and I, I checked my shoulder, you know, just to see if anyone was around me. I saw a player running, but I thought he was far away. So I was one-on-one with the keeper. I was focused on the keeper. And then out of nowhere, I feel someone like bear hugging the back of my leg. And then the shoulder fell on the back of like my calf area. And then I just heard like some cracks in my, my ankle and like the bottom of my leg. <clears throat> but I didn't think it was going to be anything major. You know, I tried to uh, like stand up after... It happened. I couldn't walk. So, you know, I was told to go to the hospital where we were, but then I waited to go to the hospital when we uh, got back home. So I went to the hospital and I found out that I broke my leg. Um, I was in denial. (laughs) I wanted them to do it again. (laughs) Yeah. Understandably so. Really in denial, man. I was like, there's no way. Um, but like I mentioned before, I kind of wish it was just a broken leg and not torn a bunch of ligaments. Cause like, you know, Kyle stated, you can, you can recover from a broken bone cause you know, it's going to heal, but ligaments is kind of a different story. Yeah. So <clears throat> after that happened, I, I decided, you know, I'm going to come back home and, and get treated with the doctors, you know, here and, and try to recover here. So, um, they wanted me to do surgery both in Austria and here. And I, and I said, no, I didn't want to do it just given that, you know, I have complications with surgery. So um, came back home two days after this injury happened. So like I'm on a plane with Again, cast. can't even imagine this. <laughs> you must have yeah, been man. dying. It was the worst, but like, honestly, it was good. Cause I think it was still kind of like during this time where people weren't really traveling um due to like COVID and stuff. So yeah. like the plane wasn't full. So like I had a whole like row to myself. Honestly I like basically had the whole plane to myself. It was, yeah. it was kinda nice. And so I, I could prop up my leg like on the seats, yeah. but 
I mean, when I was in the airport, like my legs like dangling and if anyone has ever like broken like their fibula or torn ligaments in the ankle, you'll know. Like when the blood rushes down there, it is the worst fucking feeling ever. Like it's just so painful. So that's why they always say keep it elevated and now I yeah. now I get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause wow. it was it was incredibly painful. But yeah, I came back home um and we started my recovery process here in America. Yeah. So I, I didn't ask this in the last one, but you're left footed. So I'm assuming it's your right leg. I'm right footed. You're right footed. My... Huh. You know, I really appreciate that cloud though. I really do. I really <laughs> edit that part out. <laughs> no, nah, right I'm footed. Editing that out. <laughs> no, nah, you gotta keep it. You gotta keep it. That's smart. <laughs> no, nah, I'm right footed, but it it was my left leg, yeah. It was okay. my left leg. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Okay, so so we get back to the US, you're in denial still. Mm-hmm. You go to the doctor in Atlanta and yeah. kind of, you know, what, how did that one go? Obviously it didn't go any different, I would imagine. <coughs> At what point did it properly hit you? What had happened? That's a good question. When it properly hit me, what had happened? I would probably say a few months after, to be honest, like I, I kind of accepted what happened. Like, you know, I, yeah. I broke my leg and I gotta, you know, keep going, keep marching on. I mean, cause in my head, I was like, I mean, I'm going to be fine, man. This is, this is something that's just like a little blimp. Like I've been injured a million and one times. I've injured my ankles countless times. Like I'm going to be fine. I'm going to move on from this. Um, but it's kind of tough, you know, because I was in a point in time where, you know, I had to be in a cast. I was in a cast for a while. I can't, I don't remember how long I was in a cast for, um, but I was in a cast for a pretty long time because the bone wouldn't really heal. Like we it talking wasn't really months? healing. Yeah. Six months? Okay. Uh, man, I see that. I don't want to give you a wrong time frame, but I, I want to no, say it was some a idea, few months. You know? Yeah, I want to say a few months. You know what I'm okay. saying? Um, yeah. So I was in a cast for some time, and then um, I want to just – be sequential here. I, I kind of, I kind of did the recovery process at the beginning on my own because okay. like, again, I've been injured so many times. So I was like, man, I got this. Once this bone is healed, I know exactly what I got to do to, yeah. to be fine and get ready again, but naive because like I tried that and it just wasn't getting better, man. Like I was getting back in the gym and I was honestly lucky enough. There was a uh, physical trainer who I know who's a PT for like the Atlanta Hawks, the NFL team. And so like, I went over there to him and got his insight. And he was even telling me like, structurally, like you're good. Like you should be able to be, you know, you just gotta get rid of that scar tissue in your ankle and you should be good to go. So, I mean, again, I I was motivated, man. Like I was like, okay, that's all I gotta do. And I was seeing him sometimes and, but just shit wasn't getting better. And, I got another x-ray on my, my ankle and it comes to find out that I wasn't, my bone wasn't healed completely. So here I am, um, doing like PT after I'm out of a cast, like walking around, running, jumping, doing all these things. And my bones not still not fully healed. Yeah. Sorry to, so, to interrupt, but how, yeah. how long after the injury are we talking here? So I got injured in October. September okay. or October, and it was the following year. So I want to say in the okay. winter of the following year, which is okay, so 20, almost 21. Well, like a few months, I'm saying. Okay. It was like October, and then like I went and 
found out it wasn't healed in like February. Oh, okay. You're saying February of the next year. Okay, gotcha. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So it was like a few months um, after that. So I figured out it wasn't healed yet. So um, I'd start doing research on what I can do because, I, again, I'm scared shitless of surgery, so I didn't want to do it. Yeah. Um, I was like, are there any alternatives that I can do? And I was like, either you just let it heal or something. But then I saw something. I just researched about like a stem cell injection. I don't know okay. if you guys are, are familiar with that. They basically take something out of you and put it in the injured, injured site. So mm-hmm. I've got bone marrow taken out of my tailbone. Okay. And then they injected whatever they took, like the bone marrow from my tailbone yeah. and injected it into my ankle on the site where it was injured. Um, and that helped, that surprisingly helped me out a lot. You know, it at least healed the bone and like mm-hmm. recovered from that standpoint. But I still do right now have a lot of scar tissue um, okay. in my ankle. So, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, the recovery process is honestly ongoing. Wow. Yeah. Fucking three years later. Three years later, man. I mean, man. I can I can play, I can work out, I can do all those things, but you know, if I go play a game and then I like I come back home, I mean my ankle just blows up like a balloon. So it's a yeah. constant like recovery process, but you know yeah. I would love to play again though, you know what I mean? Like if this yeah. thing ever, ever, for whatever reason allowed me to at least like just play consistently. I wouldn't mm-hmm. have to be really back where I was, but just play consistently. You yeah. know, I would I would try an opportunity again. Okay. What what is your where are you at mentally now? Like how frustrating is it that this that this rehab is ongoing? Um have you accepted it? Is it just yeah, what's what's going on in your head now? Well now it's you know, I've accepted what's happened. I've yeah. accepted that, you know, um, I can't play as much as I'd like to. I've, I've accepted that, to be honest. I think I'm in like a a different phase in my life, you know, thankfully that I can still be close to the game and, and I'm doing yeah. other things that that help me um, stay like active or keep my brain, um, keep my Stimulated. brain going basically. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> I would say now I'm good, but like when it happened again, like in denial and I didn't accept it. And I think that was the number one thing that was stopped me from doing anything. I had to accept what happened. Um, but yeah, yeah. Now I'm in, I'm in a good headspace now, to be honest. And with the the recovery, it's like, you know, I think it's just like a part of me now. Like every time I'm in the gym, I'm going to take my time. I'm going to do the warm ups, the stretches, the injury prevention that I harp to like my athletes and, and then I get into my workout. When I'm done playing, it's the recovery of trying to get the swelling back down. Um, but then taking a rest for sometimes it has to be a week so like I can let the swelling yeah. go down and then I can play again. So it's 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 definitely acceptance because I don't wanna be, you know, like when I'm older and I can't fucking walk. You know what yeah. I mean? I so right now I'm really just trying to focus on taking care of my body. Give as much to the game as you can, but you know, yeah, you still got to be able to move when you're 50, 60. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Okay, so exactly. is it fair to say that like you took your love for the game and have now channeled it into into other outlets? I guess to yeah, to still get your like f- fulfillment of football. 
Yeah, I, I do. I do think so. And it's funny you said fulfillment. I was talking to my buddy Dakota, who I do the training thing with yesterday about being fulfilled. They're like, what does it mean to be fulfilled now that we don't play? <clears throat> and it is exactly what you're saying, you know, just take like taking what we have gone through and giving it to the younger generation or doing it through different avenues of whatever it is we decided. Even if we have like a, a shirt that says BCT, like a sort of training program, that's like fulfillment to us where we can, yeah. you know, showcase, you know, what we've done. So mm-hmm. that's how I, I get fulfillment now for sure. Um, it's okay. through different avenues, but even I still get fulfillment when I go out and play with like my friends. Like we do like some 77 league. It's still like a lot of fun. You know, it's like a yeah, lot of, of college players coming out and, and playing. So yeah. it's always good. Um, but yeah, that's how I'm staying close to the game right now and, and trying to keep that fulfillment. Yeah. Does it, does it change your mindset on football? Um, maybe not being able to play at that high level like you're saying you just you go out and enjoy it like is that yeah have you always just gone out and enjoyed football or has it kind of changed now hit or miss with me i mean i'm the kind of person i put a lot of pressure on myself and i'm gonna lie yeah um so like i i can't say that i always enjoyed it because like i'm Mm -hmm. i'm a i'm a goal-oriented person where like even if I'm playing, it's, I'm playing so I can do this. It's not like I'm just playing just to like enjoy. So it is kind of refreshing just to go out and if I lose or if we lose or win, it doesn't matter. I'm just out there playing for fun and, and just enjoying myself. So in that aspect, to be honest, it is a little refreshing, but I'm just a really competitive person. So yeah. if I were to play again, yeah, it doesn't go away. But like yeah. if we do lose in a, in a 77 game or something, I get over it a lot quicker than yeah. if we lost to Furman or something like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah. So it's, it's, it's a bit more freeing. Yeah, exactly. It's, okay. a little, it's, it's a lot more freeing to be honest. Yeah. Where, I like to hear that. Know. I mean, I still yeah. enjoy football, but mm-hmm. you know, when the expectations are where they are, like, of yourself and from the outside, you know, like yeah. at some points it, it can feel like a job and it is a job. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a different especially, type of enjoyment. Yeah. Especially like when you're in it, you're in it for like, I mean, the seasons are different for everywhere, but like nine months yeah. out of the year, the majority of the year you're playing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and it's all about getting results. So it, it does feel like a job, like for you as a center back, it's, you know, clean sheets or, anything that goes into being a good center back for me, it was, <clears throat> you know, what's your output? Are you, are you scoring assists, being effective? So, I mean, yeah, you, you do get, you do put pressure on yourself and you do have pressure from the outside. Like if you don't perform, then you're going to get trimmed and you don't know once yeah. to get trimmed, you know? So like oh. it is like a job and you have to have to perform every single day. Like, I think that's what people, some people don't understand. Like you got to be good in training, but you don't, you can't just go on the game and expect to, to go and perform there the real performance is in, is in practice that's where you really yeah. gotta showcase your stuff so it's like yeah you can think that it's you go out what you see is the flash of stuff or like in the games it's fine you see people scoring goals but the real challenge for me was always outside of that like what am yeah. i doing with the hours of my day outside of training and what am i doing in training that was always the real test for me um when i was going through this whole thing because in college is a little different you know, you're with your buddies, your school is there, food mm-hmm. is there, everything's accessible, you live there. But, like, when it's the pros, it's a different beast, man. Like, yeah. especially, like, overseas, you're by yourself in a different country. You don't know anybody. Uh, it's a different language. It's a different culture. So you're you're trying to adapt to that. 
and then you're trying to adapt to the way that football is over there. And then on top of that, you got to really have to perform too when it's time to train, obviously in the games as well. So for me, that was a real challenge. That was a real challenge. It wasn't so much, you know, the games and stuff. So, But it forced you to grow, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I loved it, man. I loved yeah. it. So you you say you loved it and you know i say i love it as well but there were there were certainly some tough times right absolutely yeah uh, so, yeah what was <laughs> yeah i mean just walk us through like some of these tough times like a small injury here or maybe you didn't find yourself in the 11 like what was that like living overseas you know and feeling that that pit of disappointment you know but you're at some points you kind of feel on your own right yeah, it was that again, that was that's what I'm saying. That was like the hardest part for me personally yeah. um, was that not to get too deep in, into like what I'm about to speak on. But, you know, yeah. when we're just trying to be as unfiltered as possible. Um, you know, the hardest things for me was, you know, you're a black dude in a country where there's not many black people. And yeah. so like when I was in Czech Republic, I can even tell you a story like there was no black people in that fucking town. So, you know, understandably so. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, obviously. I mean, it happened to me, but understandably so. Like, they're just like, who the fuck is this guy? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, in our country, I try to stay out of the way, but, you know, I always came into some tips with just random people. I'm walking down the street. People are, like, cussing really? me out. People are, like, bumping into me. People don't let me into their stores. I mean, wow. I've gotten denied service plenty of times in Czech Republic and in Austria. You okay. know what I'm saying? So, like... <laughs> that was the hardest part for me and like when you're saying feeling alone in that sense but you know my teammates didn't make it so much better you know what i mean yeah. i always had one or two teammates where who always looked out for me you know what i mean and that that is refreshing when you're overseas just because you want to be with you want to be with you know somebody so you don't feel alone so um it was good in that regard and then you know obviously the injuries were tough because even before my, I broke my leg at ATSV, um, I like did something, I did some weird shit to my shoulder. I don't even know what it was. Like I either tore a ligament in my shoulder or something happened. We were playing in the Austrian cup um, against Klagenfurt. And mm-hmm. um, I think you DM me when it was like, yo, cause I posted something about the stadium. You're like, yo, that's a dope stadium, man. Where yeah, you're playing. I do remember this. Yes, dude. And it was that game where I, like I was dribbling and then like someone just took me out and I landed on my shoulder and like I like I couldn't move, like I couldn't run, like something happened to my shoulder. I don't know what it was. You got a bone stick out? Uh damn, dude. No, I don't think I have that. <laughs> I do. <laughs> something happened. Something <laughs> happened like that where like my shoulder was messed up. And yeah. so like I was out for like a few weeks. And um it was hard dealing with that because I was alone trying to do the recovery process. My team's traveling the games and training and I can't train. I'm here by myself in other countries. So now I'm injured and I can't train all that good stuff. Um, so going through that kind of alone, I would say was, is also really hard. And the crazy thing is like, after that happened a few games later is when I broke my leg. So like, I didn't even, when I went back to Austria, I played all but maybe four or five games, man. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. when I went back after the whole COVID ordeal. Um, so, yeah, it was difficult. It was difficult going through injuries and, and just being alone in another country. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, stuff. 
All right, so uh, I just kind of I want to circle back a little bit, and we'll kind of mm-hmm. we can wrap it up a little bit here. But mm-hmm. uh, going through your rehab, let's say like you know after the after you got this bone marrow transplant, or yeah, you call it. So I it's guess. like a stem cell injection. That's what they okay. called it at least. Okay, there you go, stem cell injection. Yeah. Uh, so you're living at home at this point, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how much of your how much did your family like? help kind of pull you through this or um i don't want to like paint the dark picture of like mm-hmm. you maybe doing this in austria you know but mm-hmm. how much how much did um living at home like play into your rehab and how much did it kind of push you push you through it i think that's honestly why like i can like accept what's happened is because i was at home to be honest with you and and just be around like my family and, and, and things of that nature. Cause my family's always been really supportive of my career and, and, um, anything I wanted to do in life. So, you know, my mom and my dad, my mom is specific, just, just the little things, you know, just, you know, helping me out with like food or something like that. I can't do on my own just on a day to day because of like my injury or making sure like I'm getting up to go do my physical therapy or looking out for me, taking me all these different places when I can't drive. Um, so my family was honestly crucial in, in helping me like get over this hump to be honest yep. and, and being just honestly, just mentally like, okay, as well about what's happened, you know, because I, I mean, obviously no one foresees like something like this happening in their career, but you, you really never think something like that can happen to you until it oh, actually happens to you until this. Yeah, seriously. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure you can attest to it. Like. Mm-hmm. You never think like these these things were, were going to happen. Like I could never think my ACL like would happen, happen to you would happen to me. I would never think my yeah. bone like I've never broken a bone in my life. I was like what or, but that would lead to this though is my point. Mm-hmm. Like, like I never thought that I would be, you know, where I am right now. But honestly, I, I'm really happy with where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And that's a true true testament to to my family and helping me out getting through this. So, yeah. All right, I'll ask kind of one last question, but, um, mm-hmm. did you ever hit like a, a wall where it was just kind of like, I can't do this anymore. Like, like playing or what do you mean? No, I'm saying like in the rehab, like, did you ever hit a point where it was like, oh. you know, what's the point? I'm not getting better. Like I'm staying the same. I'm struggling. Like, did you hit that point? Yeah. yeah. I hit yeah. that point multiple times. I think yeah. because it's like you, especially like when you make, strides like it's like the thing where they say two step forward and then one step back and that's what it felt like for the longest mm-hmm. time like okay i'll make progression into maybe i can start running now but then when i run then my ankle's like fucked up again for like a few weeks and i'm right back to where i started so i have to slowly progress into running again and then i get to running again but then my ankle's fucked up but it's not for as long so then i have to start this, this, this and then get back so it's like it was like the ups and downs the ups and downs and i was like dude what's the point you know what i mean and and I will say this, like, after this last injury, honestly, I think my body was just kind of burnt out, man, because um, I never, like, I never, like, thought about it. But I mean, like, in college, even, too, you know, the amount of games that they, they made us play, and, like, I mean, similarly, like, similarly, like me and you, we basically played every single minute from when yeah. we stepped onto, like, that field. And no, no diss to college soccer, but it's just, like, were we really taking care of our bodies back then? You know, that's what I and think. Like, twice a week, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you're training every day and then you're juggling. Like, were you, are you really taking care of your body like you're supposed to be taking care of your body like a pro? I would say no. You know, I wasn't at 
least. Um, so I think I was really burnt out at the end of the day. And I think that did play in the fact that I was like, man, like I'm always getting injured. So like, what's the point of even trying to continue trying to get better and go out there again just to get injured again? And I think that's what kind of where my mentality was for a long time. Yeah. But like, I, I I will say once I accepted it and I was kind of freed of all that, man. And I just, I, I will say if I ever do play again, it will honestly just be for like, for myself and then the enjoyment of the game because yeah, yeah you know what I mean? Um, yeah, of course. And I, so mean, I think like, I'm in a different space. Yeah. I'm only two months into this thing and uh, wow. you know, I've really, yeah, I know I've really like only recently kind of had like a two step forwards, one step back situation where like I drained mm-hmm. the fluid. It was like, all right, I can get in the gym, you know, like yeah. fluid's gone. We're just going to start cooking. Mm-hmm. And then like four days later, fluid's back. It's like, oh, you know, and yeah. then my, my trainer's like, all right, we got to, we got to slow it down a little. It's like, slow it yeah. down. We're, we're going at a snail's pace already, you know? Like, yeah, exactly. What are we slowing down? <laughs> exactly. Slowing exactly. down is to zero. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You get it, man. It's, it's, it's tough because, like, I mean, we all want to just be out there and train and play. So when you, when you get that yeah. kind of, like, taken from you in a way, mm-hmm. um, it's difficult. Because I did feel like it was, it was, it was taken because it was yeah. someone who just – wanted to be an idiot on the field and yeah. Yeah. like a proper challenge you know what i mean so that that believe. was the thing yeah that was the thing you, i had to accept yeah so do you think about that a lot like or did you think about that like a lot like every day dude i was yeah. i just i just couldn't believe it you know what i mean i was just like that's that's how i get injured like at least fucking take me out with your studs or something like i mean yeah. you know, that, like, you that's know what if, it, if it happens in a tackle or something you yeah. know it's so be it but this yeah. guy literally like yeah he just born, grabbed like, me and did that dive. yeah and it yeah. is I, I couldn't believe it but you know yeah it's life man. i mean it's life it's life it happens mm-hmm. but uh you know i feel you i feel you on what you're saying because i felt like this season was gonna be my season to make yep. that jump you know yeah and yeah. You're, what you're saying that season was gonna be like to oh, to man. establish yourself and like move on so yeah it's yeah. it's fair to say that you feel like something was taken from you and absolutely you know at, you have to accept that and obviously there's yeah life happens you know but mm-hmm. but uh and you can accept it but you know at some point it's okay to feel like something was taken from you unfairly yeah. honestly mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'd I'd be lying if I, you know, said, oh no, like nah, it, it it does feel like something was taken from me. But like you're saying, you do have to to accept it. And I and I think what I learned from this whole thing is you never know what can happen. So you got to be grateful for you know yeah. to have it while you can. Because some people play for till they're forty. Some people play for a few years after they get to the professional game. Some you know what I mean? And and um, yeah, some people never get the chance. So. You just got to be grateful, man, for, you know, getting it while you can. Because it's going to end eventually. We never know how it's going to end. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you we'll see what the story is. You hope it'll be on your own terms. Yeah. But oh, yeah. Man, I is a funny way tell you all the time. Like, I thought I was going to be playing until I was like 50 or 40, man. Just play forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I still can. Just in a different way. Yeah. That's it. You know, in a different way. So Of course. You can still give back to the game. Still enjoy it. Absolutely. All right, well, uh, I'm I'm done hounding you and uh, <laughs> digging up some some dirt from the past. So, 
Uh, uh, I had to bring up my past, man. Uh, <laughs> nah, all I wanted to bring up was, combo, was freshman year. <laughs> man, freshman year was fun, though. Those battles no, it was. Fun. It was good. It was. After we after we recognized that we were going to go at it for the next two, three, four years, you know, it was... I, mean, I, honestly, I didn't even know you were a freshman. I thought you were like a junior then, bro, because you were this big-ass dude. Yeah, I was like, who I the hell is this Bro, if you saw me before college, man, really? I'll show you a picture of me, like my junior, going into senior year of high school. Really? I was... Yeah, I was not... You hit a huge, like, growth spurt before you... Before, yeah, um, like my junior year, like I was, yeah, I was late to, late to the, to the party, you know, as well. Like I committed yeah. to firm in like February of senior year. Oh shit! But, okay. Yeah, Dang, I didn't even, man. I didn't even go in on a scholarship or anything. Like I was kind of, it was kind of like a, just preferred walk on, like yeah, you know. Really? Yeah, come, come to firm, and you know, we'll see, see how it goes, and like. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, first four or five games, I got like 10, 15, 20 minutes here and there. Then somebody else got injured. I got my chance, and that was basically that. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. See, your story is crazy too, man. But, I mean, you'd be surprised how many people – like, everybody's story is crazy in some aspects, you know? Yeah. There's no no path straight to it, you know? Yeah, there's not. That's why I love doing this. Yeah, man. That's awesome, bro. All right, well, we thank you for joining and, and sharing these uh, intimate details of your injury, of your life and everything, and I hope you yeah, enjoyed man. it. Oh, for and, sure. Uh, I enjoyed it, man. Awesome. I enjoyed it. I appreciate you. If you made it this far, I just want to thank you. I just know I appreciate each and every listener. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this particular show and this particular guest. Uh, If you're enjoying the show as a whole, I just ask you to leave a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening to. uh, And then be sure to pass this on to a friend, colleague, teammate, uh, or an aspiring footballer that you may know. Uh, And again, I just want to thank you for listening to the Full 90 Podcast.